Greetings, 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 and welcome to the Back Porch Conja. And this is Ifa Abeo. Well, 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 I know what y'all saying. Well, I didn't do one last week. I only did one podcast. And something has been taking place that I said, well, I got to share this. First of all, grab a seat, cop a squat, get a blanket or a chair, sit right here, get you something to drink. Some tea, some coffee, some water, a cold drink, a hot drink. Hell, it's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Y'all, first of all, I want to say this publicly. I'm not going to get involved in with the Black Mermaid and all of that. Shout out to Disney for taking that chance. Because we have seen the Ten Commandments, Yul Brenner in movies, for the Egyptians and all of that, where it should have been black actors, but instead they did white. So, it is what it is. I don't have time to argue or worry about that. I know I'll be taking uh, my grandkids to go and see it. They saw the trailer. They was happy. So, and they have locks. So, that's even more of a positive Excuse me. So, I'm not going to argue with people to say, oh, well, you know, Little Mermaid is white. Y'all been making Jesus white forever. <laughs> Ain't nobody caring. Ain't nobody worrying about that. As the old people say, if you don't go and sit your ass down somewhere, I, I, what? Sit down. Sit down over there and think about what it is you really saying, okay? Now, whoo. I tell you, I don't know if it's a Mercury retrograde or it's just the energy in the air. People have been taking what you say and molding it to fit an outcome that doesn't exist. No matter what you say in this time, somebody's going to get offended. Somebody's going to take it out of context. Somebody is going to make it and twist it to where you'll be like, but I didn't even say that. <laughs> For real. Um, I was talking to someone yesterday, right? And they said, if I pay you, I know more about you than you know about yourself. I know things about you you don't know. I said, Jesus? <laughs> you, you, you got Jesus? Because that's the only one that know more about me than, you know, Jesus? Okay. Oshun? Echo? Because your spirits be speaking to me. Why they over there talking to you and I don't even talk to you? How is that? How is that humanly possible? I'm serious. How is that possible? How is that possible? <laughs> Folks, I, I, I want to talk about a few things, but it all goes back to being mentally strong. When we're taught to survive, we're taught to respect people, we're taught to, you know, honor people, we're taught to, you know, have loyalty for people, and the people we usually do all these things to, not all, but majority, are people that won't even lift a fan, 
to wave us, to give us a little, a little breeze. Real talk. I know a chick named Lakia. Every year, right, she would want you to buy her and her kids a Christmas present. Every fucking year. Every year. And people would buy her stuff. Her and her kids, they would go out for her daughter, for her son. Like, people would just go out, buy them all kinds of shit. Not one time will they buy you any fucking thing. You know what they say? Yo, man, I meant to buy you something. Yo, I'm going to get you next year. I heard her son say that many a times. Her daughter would be, I'm young. I don't, I don't know how. That's when she was little. But every year. And if you didn't buy her nothing, she would curse you the fuck out. Curse you the fuck out. Be like, oh, this is why I don't fuck with you. But not one time will she buy you any fucking thing. Nothing. I don't give a fuck who you are. She ain't buying you shit. And I remember Yolanda sitting there saying, I'm not buying her shit. <laughs> she never brought, tell me one gift she ever brought anybody. So I'm sitting there like, damn, you right. My daughter, Dee Dee, and Orlin would buy her all kinds of shit. I stopped buying her shit. When Yolanda said that shit, because I used to too. When Yolanda told me that shit, I said, damn, you're right. None of them never brought me shit. And I'm in here buying them shit. I know you're lying. So then she had brought her goddaughter, which Lakia's daughter is her goddaughter. She had brought her something. And she got mad. Lakia got mad because Yolanda didn't buy her son something. You know, I said, that's not my godchild. <laughs> she was like, so? She was like, why am I buying him anything? She said, matter of fact, when have any of y'all ever brought me something? Oh, we don't have to. She said, so I know you aren't. So I remember when she was like, where's my gift? I said, where's mine? I said, I do you one better. The day you buy me one, I buy you one. And that's how we kept it. But I would watch people buy her. From my daughter to the girls that her son was fucking like. They, or, or they couldn't come back in her house. Or she'd just make you miserable. And I would sit there and laugh and be like, wow. Wow. But mentally strong. The only one that ever stood up to her was Yolanda. Everybody else, because they were taught. No, you have to. Have to do what? Like I said, I had a conversation yesterday, and the person was like, yeah, I know more about you than you don't even know because your spirits be talking to me. I'm sitting there like, why? first of all, why would they jump over my godparents? Why would they jump over Oshun? Why would they jump over uh, Alegua? Why would they jump over my Egun? Why would they jump over Ogun? Why would they jump over everybody to go talk to a perfect stranger? You don't know me. Oh, you're trying to base how you see me from all my posts on social media. Because how are you spiritually that when you're just saying that? But to the people that were around, they were like, yeah, yeah. No, no, don't don't cloud chase. Don't don't try to say, well, I know E5 Bay. No, you don't. You don't. You only know what I allow you access to. Don't do that. But mentally weak people fell for it. I just looked and was like, wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, all of a sudden, you're the grand guru. Just last week, 
you were a nobody. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Don't don't clout chase or don't try. I remember being on a live. I wasn't even on. I was showing support for somebody. Real talk. I was showing support for somebody. And you know, I just came in because once you go into someone's live, it shows on your page that you were there. So other people can see it, whether you share it or not. It's still going to go on such and such was there or a friend of yours was in there to come up, right? So, and that's what I was doing, just gearing traffic toward that way. The person that was on it, all I said was greetings to the room and, you know, hey, everybody. And that was it. I didn't write, hey, do I need a reading or hey, what's... I never write that. I don't. Right? And it's not that, oh, she don't want nobody in her life. First of all, no, I don't. I didn't ask for it. So this person goes, while they're on the live, oh, I see. I see that you, your spirits is talking to me. What? Let me get out of here. So then they hit me up in my inbox. Oh, you need, this is what I see. You need to have something for your spirits. You, you. I see you have a problem with your back. Okay, it's no surprise. I just put it up. I had back surgery. This was back then, right? Now, I said, oh, for real? So, me going and sitting with a ruler and me doing a Misa, because that day before, I had a Misa for my goddaughter. And whenever the godparents, the Misa is for you, too. I said, so the Misa and whatever Egon said don't exist because now you're telling me I have another one? Oh, 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 loose, loose then. Maybe I was, no, stop. Don't ever do that. Don't do that. Don't, I, did I come in your live? Or, matter of fact, I wasn't even in for you. I was for someone else, you know, showing them support. But did I ask for a reading, my love? No, did I ask any questions? All I did was greet the room. Why try to make a name from yourself with that. Like, why? Why would you do that? I had another person. And this is what they said. Oh, you allow Juan G to read you. Okay, eh? So, I'm just saying, you know, your grandfather, he has white hair. I put my grandfather picture up. He ain't got no white hair. <laughs> Unless he got it while he in the ground. His hair black. <laughs> like, Sandy Brown. <laughs> it ain't white. Not a white streak in it. I don't know why. Oh, oh, no, no. And I always put a picture of him holding because my grandfather loved knobs. That was his thing. So I always say my grandfather was a goon, right? I always say that. Because anywhere he go, you see him welding a machete. That's all he knew, right? So she's telling me my grandfather was this timid man, this nice man. I'm like, where? Where? He was a hustler. He was a gangster. Like, where? Okay. Uh, All right. So... You know, and people will. Now, I will publicly say, yes, one G read me. That's the only one. I don't need to go outside for sources because I'm happy with who governs my life. I'm not in a rush to find anyone else. Not yet or to go somewhere. I'm not that person that go from reader to reader to reader. I'm not. I'm not that person. And if I didn't invite you, then I don't need you to come and, oh, what are you hiding? What am I hiding? Why are you trying to get a rep off of, oh, I read E5 Bayo? No, you didn't. You didn't. You did not. You didn't. And you were wrong. That's the sad part. And we want to sit there and coddle people and say, 
oh, well, you know, they read me. They ain't do it right, but I'm just going to say loose. No, I'm not. No, no, not me. No, sorry. Mm-mm. No, no, no. I, I don't know who you're talking to, boo-boo, but it ain't me. Oh, my spirits are never wrong. Did I invite you? And first of all, I take care of my spirits. So why would they allow you to come and talk to me when they can talk to me? Why? Why? My phone broke? Are they here? They always being taken care of. I, I make sure they good. So why? Why? Weak-minded. We don't teach people. Like I said, we teach people how to smile. We don't teach people how to be mentally strong anymore. We don't teach people that it's okay to say no without having repercussions behind it or without seeming petty. We don't teach people no more how to stand on what you believe in. I don't care if the world is against you. If you know what you're standing on and you know it's right and this is what is the answer and this is what God showed you and it's been confirmed and everything, then stand on your morals and principles. We don't teach that no more. What we teach is, oh, you, you, you can do it. It's okay. It's okay. No, it's not okay. Everything is not for everybody. Every table is not meant for you to sit at. Every chair is not meant to be having your ass in it. Every group is not meant for you to be there. Some things you could just let go. It's not meant for you. It's okay. I don't need to be at every party. I don't need to be around everybody. I don't need to be the center of attention. I don't. And I'm not hiding or, or ducking down. I just don't need to be everywhere. Seven places is not for me. My godfather, Ebay, used to always say, all money is not good money. And all groups is not meant for your ass to be sitting in. And it's true. It's true. Some of y'all, real talk, Try to fit in and look like circles trying to get into a square. And I just be sitting there saying, okay, let's see how this play out. It's like watching the train wreck. You want to see the end. And then when you see it, then the first thing you people say, oh, you know what? Uh, I love this one. My spirit's new. I just didn't listen. Sit down. Sit down. Stop it. Oh, my God. Every time somebody get exposed, that's the first thing. Oh, my God, I knew it. I knew it. I knew something was right. But you was following their asses, running around, saying the great I am. I, listen, <laughs> some people still follow Candelo, and I ain't mad at him. I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him at all, at all. Some people still follow him. And the first thing they say is, I'm only following to see who follow. It ain't that serious. It, it's not that serious. The women that were violated, they already did what they had to do, and that was enough. Oh, listen, they, they don't need your girl, his girl or whoever. She came forward. She said what she had to say, and that's enough. It, that's it. They're getting healing. Let, let God and the Risha and Egon deal with all those people that wronged them. But they're getting the healing. That's the most important part, for them to get the healing and the uh, the love and support that they had to go through. Now, some of them are just uh, sad. Some of them are broken beyond. And the only way they can get help is they have to go and really seek therapy, like for real. Cause, and some of them need meds because they were already hurt and, you know, messed up before he came. He just added more fuel to the fire, real talk, you know. So, and it's sad. It's sad. 
But I pray for the healing. Real talk, I pray for the healing. Because some people are broken. You know what I'm saying? Some people are. Some people, and when they start talking to me, I just go, wow, this is above my pray rate. And I always ask, do, you know, are you getting therapy as well? Oh, I don't, listen, I had a few people tell me, I don't need therapy. Because all they want to do is talk. Okay, eh? Yeah, no. mm -mm, mm -mm. I just want to get these people back. But they're not the ones that hurt you. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I just, I just want to get them back. But what did they do? They were there. They were there when you got hurt or when you got molested. or They didn't even know you. You just said you only knew them for six months. Well, you know what? They talked about me. And they'll reflect their anger and their pain to someone else instead of to the person that really hurt them. Mentally. Mentally. People... We have a lot of mental health issues going around. You know, no matter what you say or do, somebody's going to take it out of context. Somebody is going to twist your words around. Somebody is going to want to argue with you because that's all they know. This morning, I'm sitting here and I'm looking and this person called me. And I had to tell them after they went through this whole shamil of what they were supposedly angry about. And I was like, wow, you're really hurt. Yup, yup, all of y'all did it. Okay, I, I, I don't need to argue with you because I know that your anger is not geared at me. I know your anger is not geared at those people. Your anger is geared with yourself, but you don't want to ever face that because who wants to take accountability what? No, it's easy to point the finger at somebody else and put the burden and the work on them instead of putting it to ourselves. You know, we don't want to acknowledge the part we play. We don't. We don't want to acknowledge that part at all, at all, at all. But we are quick to blame someone else. And accountability is a word that is... Tossed around, but never used. We toss it around so beautiful, like love. You know, oh, I love you. I love you. Oh, my God, I love you. Love endures. So right when a person does something that doesn't sit right with you, that love is out the fucking door. What? Throwing your shit out. You don't want to be bothered with you or whatever. Accountability. Well, what did you do? What? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, my God. But they'll bring up something you did because they have to deflect. They will bring up. I've literally had conversations with people and say, you know, you were wrong doing that. Oh, but when you did this when you was 12, I'm 50-something years old. 12? That's how far you going back when I was 12? Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Wow. For real. I I I literally have family as well as friends that will say that. Oh, but when you were 16, you was doing that. I am 50-something years old. <laughs> I, I'm not doing that no more. Oh, well, when you used to do it, you didn't complain. You didn't have a problem. I was 16. I didn't know my ass from my elbow. I was 16. That's the sad part. You know, when we, when you're healing and you're going through 
and you see a version of yourself, of your past self and someone else, it's not you to judge. I'm, I'm going to give you an example. My son went and had the surgery, right? And he's skinny now. He lost all that weight. Him and my friend, I have another friend that had the surgery too. They literally will fat shame people. <laughs> they were really, oh, well, you know, if you wasn't that big, you wouldn't have to do that. And the first thing, because I had the surgery, right? The first thing that they talk about when you're going, before you go and get the surgery, you have to go through a therapy. You have to go through a nutritionist because you have to learn how to live a thinner life. Right? Real talk. So, <clears throat> a lot of people will sit there and they don't really take all that shit in. And for the nutritionist, yeah, they'll take it all right. Like they tell you, don't drink from a straw. Because when you before you suck up the juice, you're sucking up all that air. And that's how you get that air pocket up in the top of your stomach. So, it's hard for you to lose it. Right? So, they just tell you, wait 30 minutes after you eat and then sip from a cup or a bottle. But don't use a straw. That's the worst thing you can do, right? But in therapy, they teach you how to not fat shame people. How you don't look at the person that is struggling with their weight or struggling with, you know, their weight loss because no one did that to you. You made a conscious decision to have surgery, you know, but not everybody wants that. So you have to be... um respectful and, you know, be, be, you know, aware of what people are going through because you just went through the same ordeal. So when I was down there last, right, I was walking and, you know, I was out of breath. I was like, damn, these stairs. And he was like, oh, you know, cause you're fat. And I'm looking at him like, nigga, you was fat. <laughs> How is it now? You didn't go and work out. You didn't, you know, do it the easy way. You went and had surgery. And you would have never knew about the surgery if I didn't tell you. So don't do that. But him and a friend of mine, they do that. Like, they'll sit there and be like, oh, I can't stand being around fat people. Oh, they disgust me. The one thing in, in group therapy that they talked about was... Your character doesn't change. Whoever you are, while you're fat as well as you're skinny or thinner, is just who you are. You know, you'll find people that are big and when they get thinner, oh my God, they're still that amazing person. Or you'll find people that were really fucked up, you know, but because they were big, they didn't have that confidence to show just how fucked up they were. But now that they're thinner, you just see who they you, you see who they've always been, right? Real talk. That's how they was talking in group therapy when I was going to New York City Hospital and we would have to go there. All right. And I never missed a, a therapy session because I'm like, yo, I've I've always been thick. So now to be skinny is a different vibe. And you know, for me to walk into Old Navy or, you know, different stores like the Gap to wear their clothes besides T-shirts was amazing to me, right? So I appreciated that. But I remember when a year later, the lady was like, oh, my God, you know, it, it's a pleasure to see people just as how they were when they were, you know, 
big till now they're thinner and you see their character. It's your character that you're born with. It's your character you're going to die with. So it was to be mentally strong, to know, you know, your flaws, to know your boundaries, your limitations, to hold yourself accountable, to learn to say, okay, this is above my pay rate. Let me back off. You know, I suggest you get therapy or even to you like, hey, stuff is stuff is not adding up the way I need. I think I'm going to sit down and, you know, find a therapist. Maybe I need to unpack some things because, you know, this is not who I am or I need some I need some outside resources of what I have excuse me, have, and you know, your girlfriend and your friends and them are not your therapist. They're not. And all that trauma bonding. Oh, because I don't like her. You don't like her. We got something in common. But what happens if one of y'all heal? You ain't got nothing in common no more. So yeah, all of this is the mental, the mental, but not even, but so <clears throat> back to the original, <laughs> When the person said, hey, I know you, I know you better than yourself. And I'm like, damn. So now I'm looking, right? And I'm, I'm sitting here like, how do you answer that? Or, you know, how do you, how do you come back from that? To, how do you even fix your mouth to say that? You've never been in my presence. You've never been in my house. You don't know nothing about my family. Anything you know, you learn through Facebook. You've never been... And nothing, any event, anything I threw, you never was in none of that. Like, we've never sat down and had coffee, tea. I never was in your house. You never were in my house. Like, you. so how do you know me? How? how? Oh, because your spirits talk to me. Who spirits? Who spirits and why are they over there talking to you? Who? Like, make it make sense and... People will say this, and you'll be sitting there saying, wow, how the fuck? Where the fuck? Like, are you serious? The one thing I always share about my godmother, I remember we was coming out of her building, and this lady, we were standing out there, right? Summer, she, they was barbecuing around the corner. And this lady walked up to her and they was like, hey, I got a message for you. She stopped, turned around. She said, listen, no disrespect. She said, because this is a left field to me. Because you never came to me like this. She said, so if the message doesn't have a name, a time, a place, and it's not confirming something that I'm going through, I'm going to punch you in your fucking face. I'm going to your chest in. She said, because now you're taking something that you've seen on Facebook or she said, and that's why I don't like Facebook. And you're trying to piece together my life. Don't get your feelings hurt. Don't make us not become friends. <laughs> I, I sat there, I said, you can say that? She said, yes, you better say that because a motherfucker will play themselves and have you thinking that, you know, like what they saying is real. She was like, no. She said, this woman never came to my house. This woman never said anything to me. She said, that's why it's out of left field. She said, but I know that he, she follows Ebae, my godfather, on Facebook. She said, so now you're putting whatever you see and you're trying to piece together something. 
I had a person tell me about the lot say you need to clean yourself. Why? What? How? How? About that I just came and just told you about me. Not you. Just me. Because I have Obatala in my house. So why would Obatala talk to you and not me when he's... Oh, because I'm an elder. But why would Obatala talk to you and not talk to me? And what old do did come down? And first of all, why you have an old dude come down? Oh, no, no, no. I got this from your picture. So you're looking at my picture and... Obatala just came and said, tell her I said do a cleaning. Make it make sense. The same way when people go, I had a dream that Oshun said, I'm crowned already. Huh? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't need to go through initiations because my spirits tell me I'm everywhere. Okay. All right. See, at first it was, and the elder had to help me with that. You know, at first I'm like, oh, wow, okay, okay. You know, we've all been there. And the elder was like, listen, stop. Stop stop cosigning to the madness. Stop. If that's what they believe, great. Let them stay over there. So, in other words, all the sacrifice and all the money and everything you had to go through to get to where you are, they can just go and have a dream and now they're crowned. Or I can't sign up to a religion because, you know, my spirits won't allow me. No, that means they have no discipline. Real talk, come for me. Because you're not even dedicated to one thing. So you're all over the place. This ain't gumbo. Spirituality is not gumbo. You're not going to dip and dab and dip and dab and dip and dab. No, because now you're confused. And some of these people, their their, uh, mental um, disability is showing. And I just sit back and say, wow, okay. All right. All right. So I would... (laughs) <laughs> I would, I was one of those people that would hype people up. Like, oh my God, you, you're so great. Oh my God, we love you. And then instead of saying, wait, let me see. Right? Let me see. I don't do that no more. For, like I said, it's something to have your Arisha get on you and then drag your ass. But it's a, it's a good drag because you need that. You need a wake-up call. So I, I was grateful for that. Um, some of these people, right, are really just as, as broken. And it shows. And all you have to do now is just sit back. Because it shows on itself. You know, everybody wants to be the great I am. And I'm, I'm good with that. Go ahead. Be that. Be, be that. I, I'm no longer fighting to see, oh, my goodness, child, sit down. You got to learn. No, hey, microwave, microwave religion. Listen, my mama, my auntie, and all of them say it takes 40 minutes to get their grits. You can go to Walmart, Whole Foods, all of that, and get grits in five minutes. That's how they see spirituality. You got to learn to go through the mud and dirt with folk. It ain't you just sitting here giving yourself a title. I laughed because I went online and they said, oh, you are ordained to marry people. So I'm going to take away from, see how quick that is? Oh, all you got to do is just fill it out and you are ordained. But if you send thirty nine ninety nine, you're going to get the certificate and the, the, the all the paperwork that you got to fill out. 
Now, for those ministers that went to seminary school and did all of that and put their work in and learned and did and understand why you say certain words and why you break down the scriptures of marriage and all of that, they put their work in, they sacrificed, they went to school, they did all of that. Now you can become a minister or a damn minister in less than three minutes. Ain't that some shit? For real. And folks, uh, and I'm doing it as a, a parody because folks are, oh my God, you can marry people. That shit ain't funny. Like, it's the same way you got Google Santeros. You can go online. There's an app. You put your name in. It'll spit you out an EFI name. And you just say you are this and just add a beautiful EFI name to it. And now, you know, you're ordained. Root workers, conjure workers, all that. You, you can get it real quick. But what about those old women that had to go and trek through and sit under Nan Nan and them and Momo and Papa and them and had to sit there? And had to go and wash clothes and on their hands. They had to go and make these herbs and go and clean these bodies and deliver these stillbirth babies. And go in there and do all of this and help heal these mamas and daddies. And put those years in of learning how to make a candle, how to make an oil, how to make. Because you can't make an oil overnight. Uh-uh. Taught me how to make five-finger grass oil, right? Because as far as I know, you throw the herb in it and you use it. Pray over and use it. She said, you about the dumbest motherfucker I ever met. And I sat there and was like, well, I know she lying. But it got to sit for six months in the dark. And then you take it out and let it sit for six months in the light. Then you, you pray over it every day. You can't miss a day. So it's consistency. You putting that energy in. You making sure you stay focused. See? And baby, you know those old people when they had that prayer oil, that anointing oil. They didn't make it on Monday and start selling it on Thursday. That wasn't how it worked. Canning. Like now. They already gathered everything. Harvest. They already started gathering everything. And they let it sit. Through the winters, or they're from last year, so they can sit it in the winter so their family can have food and everything for the winter months when it was dark. They had their herbs and everything they had already dried out. And they, they made all that, all that ointments and stuff from that fat bat, and they made it. So when their kids got sick or, you know, I... I I know a great thing. So back in the day when, you know, it was too cold in those cabins, in those shotgun houses, you couldn't really, you know, wet your head. So there's a shampoo that doesn't require water, but it cleans your hair and it makes it smell good. So you have all these things that you learn that's passed down from generation to generation. So how is it you can do it in less than five minutes or in less than an hour? in a month we have to wear white for a year and seven days ain't no going around it you wearing white everything white some people can't even stay in green for 24 hours 
Because if somebody said, oh, my God, you're stupid, they're taking it off. We don't have that luxury. We in the white. If you say I look stupid or whatever, it's okay. But what comes with it? A reading of your life. You already know people are going to come at you. You already know people are going to say all manner of things against you. You already know people are going to have the naysayers and stuff like that. But then you have those people that, y'all, whoa, you look amazing. Y'all, whoa, blessings to you. Y'all, whoa, congratulations on your journey. So I'm going to worry about what the naysayers say. You know how many people that sat around and said, that's why you're mentally strong on a lot of things. That's why I love Sinteros. Um, Because we already went through all of that. And we were prepared. Unbeknownst to us, we were prepared. That's why certain things that people say, that shit is like water on a duck's back. It just roll off. It ain't got no, it don't hold no measure in the weight, you know. But we have to start teaching people how to be mentally strong. We do. We do. You know, you got people that will try to butter you up. You got to watch out for those people. Oh, my God, you're so great. Oh, my God, I love you. Oh, my God, you're so... You're only agreeing with me because you want something. Now, the first time I say something that don't fit your criteria, now I'm the world's worst person. Okay. But I'm not here just for your benefit. You... No. That saying is true. One monkey don't stop the show. I'm not here just for you. You can love me today and five minutes later you can hate me. Put me on the cross. And some of y'all, which is funny, because you think you have friends and you sitting there texting or putting it in a little group chat and that one person is screenshotting the whole fucking thing and sending it to the people. Like, this is what they said about you. Okay. Oh, you're not going to do nothing? Not at all. Why? Why would I care? Wow, that's them. What? First of all, it takes a real mentally unstable person to sit there and put these masks on. Oh, my God, I love her. Oh, my God, if I may, I love her. But then when you're around people, I can't stand her. Oh, my God, I, I don't like none of her shit. But you share everything. Or, you know, that number one, oh, my God, y'all need to solicit her. But you know what? I do readings for $19. She too expensive. How the fuck you give me praises and you discredit me in the same breath? Like, wow, for real? Okay. Or my favorite. I don't fuck with her, but you making fake pages and you're watching them. Why? For what? What is so important in their life that if you decided to move on, that's great. But what's so important in their life that you have to have access to it even though you were denied? But you still want to be a part of. What, what is it that they're doing that's so enticing? Well, you have to get up every morning and worry about what the next person is doing. That don't fuck with you. How is that? How, how is that? But yet, it's still weird follow. I keep telling some of y'all, stop. Because y'all are, y'all are really trying to compete with scammers and fraudulent fakes. Or mentally unstable people. Like, why? I stopped doing that. Real talk. Um, whew. This one was it, reality. When you start seeing reality, then you'll, you'll see, right? But if you're sitting behind a keyboard, you're never going to see it. So, I remember my friend, my homeboy, he would always be in front of these cars. Expensive cars. 
I'm like, damn, nigga. Like, yo, you balling. Okay, all right, all right. You know, and I would share his stuff and everything. And then one day, we stand in there. He said, yo, take a picture of me in front of this car. I said, yo, none of those cars are yours? Nah, I take pictures. And then when the person that came out that was, you know, the car owner, he started talking to him. was like, yo, you know, this car is hot. Yo, yo, can I just sit in? I always want, like, talking to the person. The person's like, yo, thank you. Okay, sure, yeah, you can sit in it. And he'll get a picture taken while he's sitting in the car, and you'll think it's his. I was like, wow. Then I had a friend that the gallon of milk, the handle, looks like an airport, like you're in an airplane. <laughs> she would take pictures in her backyard in different parts, and she would take pictures with her with the and she'll take like 30 pictures and have to edit it and all that, right? And then she'll take parts of her backyard and set it up like she's in these places and never left home. I saw a person take pictures in their house, right? One little section, because the rest of the house was filthy, and one little section, and you'll think, oh, my God, like, this person is so great. Oh, my goodness. And when I started seeing the reality of it, I made a conscious decision. I don't want to be viewed like that. Like, yo, just tell people the truth. Yo, I ain't got it. Nah, I can't go. Shit, I can't afford it. Hey, God bless you. You got it. I don't. Like, nah, my house ain't clean. Shit, I'm going to sit here in my chair. I ain't trying to build a studio or trying to go and rent a hotel room so I can make video. What the fuck sense is that? No. Oh, so, because you got to have a great background. Well, I, you'll get my living room. Is that, I like my living room. Oh, but you got to have it looking expensive. Who am I impressing? People that, they don't even, they don't even have that. So, no. What the fuck I'm going to go and pay to rent a hotel to go and do a video so I can impress who? How, make it make sense to me. Now, if you are getting paid for it, by all means, shut that shit up, do it, whatever. But if you're not getting paid for it, and I know people that's not getting paid, but they're sitting there making these beautiful, elaborate spaces just so they can impress you. And I'm like, you do know if you fix your house up, you can, it can look better than the hotel that you're staying at. No, 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 no. Okay. They did a, a, my daughter did a video and all the cleaning supplies was in the corner. And her fucking front door was dirty as shit. And she, oh, was trending. She went viral. And they was like, oh my God, why she got the cleaning stuff? She should be cleaning that nasty ass house going off. And somebody sent it to me thinking that I would be embarrassed or I would never talk about it. That's my daughter's house. She paid rent for that. That's her ass. If she want to sit there with a dirty house and do a fucking TikTok video, then that's her. I, what you want me to say? That's my daughter. Okay. That's her ass. I live upstate. She lives down south. And I'm not going to deny her. That's my daughter. Okay. At least she was honest. Okay. I was like, hey. so when she was like, oh, I'm just going to report to people. Why don't you just clean your fucking door? How about that? Real talk. Oh, so when I put up a video about cleaning, I got hit up. Oh, my God, that's triggering. When I was a kid, my mother beat me and made me clean. Listen, 
I know some strict parents. I know some parents that were laid back and they didn't care. I know some parents that are just lazy. I know some parents that are fighting depression. That's your parents. That's not you. So if you just feel like, and I don't want y'all to take this out of content or be like, oh my God, E5 AM. No. Healing starts with mentally, physically, spiritually, and environmentally. If you have clutter and all of that, how are you healing? Because your home represents a part of you as well in your healing process. Around October is when I start, you know, I start changing out because our weather is different. We're up here in the mountains. I start changing out the summer stuff, you know. Um, I start cleaning the walls, getting rid of things, putting things in order. Everything that I accumulated in the summer, if I don't, if it's not serving a purpose or if it still doesn't last for next year, it goes in the garbage. That's it. It goes in the garbage. What I'm holding on to it for serves no purpose. I'm, I, I'm not a clutter butter. I'm, I'm not. It doesn't make sense to me, right? For bedding and things like that, like I change it out. I don't keep it. Curtains, if it doesn't, you know, I either give it away or I just throw it out. If it's not something that I'm going to keep for next year, you know, um, beddings, sheets, pillowcases, towels, linen, you know, you fold it up. Those winter ones or the summer and you bring out the winter or the fall, you bring those out. They're a little heavier. You know, in the summertime, they're lighter. In the wintertime, they're heavier. So I change those out. I change it out. I do the window treatment. I put the plastic around. I take the AC out, you know. So now the house can be insulated for the winter. That's it. That's all. Is it time consuming? Uh, not really. But once you get it going, okay. I did all my cabinets. Whatever didn't serve, outdated or whatever, you throw it away or you give it, you know, somebody with kids, if they have things that they look at the date and you, you know, you donate it or however. You know, I did that in September to make way for October, the winter, the cannons and, you know, the soups. I got my all my medicines and things like that. That's why I didn't have to go anywhere to get medicine because I already have it. So, and you look at dates and you see, okay, you got your vitamins, your minerals, you got your probiotics and all of that for the winter. You got your cough medicine, your Vicks, your Robitussin, you got all of that. You know what I'm saying? Your heating pads and all of that for the winter because you have to start preparing. Now, if you got kids that's in school, yeah, you start September, October. Because Thanksgiving is coming, then Christmas, then New Year's. It's right around the corner. Right around the corner. It'll be 2023. Right around the corner. So, mentally, we need to really, 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 really start teaching people how to build up their self-esteem and how to be mentally strong to deal with the backlash, to deal with repercussions, to hold yourself accountable, to deal with it. You don't have to curse people out. I love it when people answer in such a positive, educating, you know, 
I'm going higher way. I don't need to stem down and get on your level and say, yeah, bitch, and this. I don't, I don't need to do all that. I don't. I don't need. My father used to always say, why are you raising your voice? Improve your argument. What are you raising your voice at? For real. I can still keep my, my, my whole emotions on an even level. And if it becomes too much, then I know how to say, hold on, let's table this. Because cooler heads prevail. You know, and I'm like I say, I'm a work in progress. But when you start doing shadow work and you start really seeing those things that would trigger you and it based from when you was a child, especially if you always felt like, yo, no one heard me. No one understood me. Now, how do you see yourself? How do you view yourself? How do you allow people to understand what you're saying? How do you get your point across? Well, calling people out their names and Arguing and yelling doesn't do that. Doesn't. It doesn't. And if that other person is doing all that, then it's time for you to back away. Because no matter what you say, that person's not going to hear you. So why are you wasting time and energy to do that? Why are you arguing with someone on Facebook or social media that don't even live in your state? You, you can't go and knock on their door and have a grown-up conversation. If I'm in New York and you in Ohio, what the fuck sense does that make? For real? Block, delete, and move on. Oh, but they're going to talk about me. They're talking about you now, so what's the problem? <laughs> what, what's the problem? Now they don't have access. Let them keep that old information they had about you and let them, you know. And yes, people will. People will feed people bullshit. People will, oh, I know her. I know her from back then. Okay. Do you know her now? No. No. Oh, she's not going to change. No, you're not changing. See, so just dealing with it, dealing with it instead of shutting down. It is nice to eliminate, just to eliminate. Process of elimination is so beautiful. Oh, but you have to face, if you don't live in my state and we really don't have nothing in common, we don't go to the same places, we don't hang around the same people, we're never going to see each other. What, what do I need to clear up? Real talk. What do I need to clear? What do I... Listen, go with God. Go with God. Have the life in the day you deserve. That's it. You, you don't need to uh, worry about me at all. At all. I am not your indoor be all. I'm not Dick Wolf. I'm not writing a script for you. I'm not doing none of that. So go. Live your life. Real talk. But I tell y'all, people, they have mental issues. And it's not nothing to laugh about. It's really scary where you're seeing because you're in a relationship. We're not married. We're not. You don't own me. Okay, I cheated or I did something out of the context. Well, I'm trying to leave. But majority of people are scared to leave. So now you got to worry about this motherfucker going to kill you. Because now they relationships now is I own you. I own you. No, when did we become the slave master, the slave and the master mentality? I own you. Now everything is ownership. I own you. Oh, no, uh-uh. I have his, his password. I'm on all his pages. If somebody like it, you know how many girls will hit me up? How do you know my man? I don't. He follows me. I, look, free request, ma. I, I don't. Why, why are you in my inbox? Because, you know, he's always cheating. Then that should tell, why are you with him? But see, everybody thinks that blue face and that Christian, that's like the perfect relationship. And people think that, especially young people, think that, and older, I, I'm not going to discriminate. Older people too, 
think that's the perfect relationship. Bust them in the face, hit them with a bottle, punch her in the face, fight their parents, all of that. Like, that's the perfect relationship right now. Fuck that. It's me against the world. Until they get sentenced and one of them hurt each other to where it's death, then that shit ain't all that. For real. You see all those women running niggas over, dudes beating a girl and kill her until you see them in court. Then reality kicking. Yo, it ain't worth it. Damn, I done lost my life for this. All because of what? It, it, that relationship ain't, wasn't all that. But we, we it, it's, it's the brokenness. It's the mental. It is. That's why you have to be mindful of who you follow, who you entertain, who you allow access to your life, who you allow to be in your circle. You got to be mindful about that. Because some people wear masks. And they they clout chase and they just ride off until you see it. You know, I, I, I watch people on social media and I, yo, I laugh because some of them, I remember when a friend of mine said, hey, watch those motherfuckers that just keep one picture. You don't see no pictures of them. Got to be careful of that. You got to be careful. And when you invite them on a live, the person they say, no, my camera broke. Be careful of that. What you hiding? Oh, I have to have my privacy. Okay. Be mindful. Be mindful because some people are mentally unstable. They play a good game. They know how to play healed. They not healed. Be mindful of that. I want y'all to be mindful. Because see, when they start turning on you, then you will know. Catch me tomorrow as well. We going to finish a little bit of this, but in a different capacity. Okay? I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Stay strong. Stay woke. Stay open.